What's up, everybody? This is Joe. And this is Chrissy. And welcome to the Married Life Podcast, where we exist to help build stronger marriages, to create stronger families, to form stronger communities. And that's what we're about to do today. <laughs> so, uh, we've all gotten fights before. Uh, we've all Never. felt... Never. What? Never. <laughs> Yeah, everyone except Chrissy. We literally were just fighting before this podcast, by the way. She's like, I can't We normally find the do. Doc. We normally have some sort of issue before a podcast. It, it's just like church service too, right? Like most people, you fight with your spouse anyway at church because something good's about to happen. That's it. Something good's about to happen right now. And maybe even after the podcast. Would you knock it off? I'm just saying, no kids are here. Just you and me. The baby doesn't count because he's sleeping. Yep. All right, we got to wrap through this though because we don't want him to wake up. So anyways... um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, you know, we've all been in the fights before. We've all felt certain ways. Our spouse has made us feel certain ways. But Chrissy, here's a question. Can your spouse actually make you feel a certain way? Uh, They cannot. They cannot. You feel what you feel. Right. Right. I can't control you right now. It's my response. Yes. It's the only thing I have control over. That's right. It's my response. Right. But at the same time, we don't ever want to tell our spouse, no, 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 you shouldn't feel that way because. Yeah. Because I'm saying your feelings don't matter. We're yeah. not, we're definitely not saying your feelings don't matter. Feelings are, well, feelings are real. Doesn't mean feelings are right. Right. Oh, that's good. All right. We'll say it again. Feelings are real, but it doesn't mean feelings are right. That's good. So. We do need to create a safe place with our spouse mm-hmm. that says, when you blank, I feel blank. Right? Yeah. We need to be able to create that space. Spice. <laughs> you know, create a space where you can make fun of each other too <laughs> on a podcast. You made fun of yourself. Yeah, I know. Um, it's easy thing to do, especially when you're me. Um, so do you have any, I mean, this is just winging it. Do you have any uh, stories of when i've made you feel a certain way or when i did something it made you feel a certain way i have a lot of examples of that well calm down (laughs) (laughs) i mean they're not very like super serious but i think that's where we've gotten in our relationship is it's not serious (laughs) it's just not serious we're very surfacey it's not deep yeah that's where you treat me like a piece of meat you're always just trying to touch me and feel me and stuff i'm like i have a brain (laughs) i mean i just think that in general like we have people pulling at us a lot and that's okay. Like that's part of our job and we really love it. But I think it's high stress. The kids are around, you work from home, it's all the things. And so I just think that there's grace there. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of anything specific, but I mean, we're short with each other a lot just because of stress levels. Mm-hmm. And there's just, I don't know, grace. And if I feel like you say something or do something that, like makes me mad I just say it mm-hmm. like it might not be immediately because you really make me mad and I would punch you or something mm-hmm. if I said it in the moment so I don't have a specific example but yes you do yes irritate me yes right now the the and again like we were trying to say is that when you are sharing when you blank so um when you don't do your you know your home chores you know like what is it like your honeydew list whatever i feel unappreciated or unheard yeah you know um now my response should not be oh well you shouldn't feel that way because i've been busy and i've been working all day yeah my response as a husband or wife some of you need to do this too you just need to zip it Mm -hmm. you just need to learn and hear what they are saying and practice saying this. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Here we go, gentlemen. Thank you for sharing that. 
And that's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. When you don't do what you say you were going to do, it makes me feel not appreciated, not heard, not, again, whatever. Fill in the blank. Yep. I'm going to take you one further. Oh, let's do this. Instead of um, instead of that, you're going to say, I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Mm. That was not my intention. Yes. That's good. It's so simple. Yes. I feel like we only say I'm sorry when we really think that we did something wrong. Right. And that's not true. Yep. Because we are going to hurt each other's feelings all, all the, the time. time. Unintentionally. We are busy people. Yep. You got kids, you got all the things, you got jobs, you got stresses, and you're not going to do it on purpose. How we always talk about going into um, meetings, but this is how we should talk to each other. Mm-hmm. I love you. You love me. I want what's best for you. You want what's best for me. Mm-hmm. If we constantly have that concept and mind think, mind thinking. Yes, yes. My mind, <laughs> my mind thinking. <laughs> um, if we have that in the back of our minds when we have these crucial conversations, then it's easy to say, I am so sorry that you felt that way. Yes. It was not my intention. That was it. Because you did feel that way. Yeah. And I am sorry that I made you feel that way or I'm sorry that you did feel that way. Yeah. Because it wasn't my intention. And thank you for sharing that. And this is the next step. Ready, guys? Ready, women? After you apologize, you don't forget what you did. Right? Yeah. Like you have to remember that. Like uh, I think John Maxwell says it. I don't know. Some leadership person says it. Like you don't fail if you learn from your failures. Yeah. It's not a failure. Exactly. If you learn from it. That's it. You know, so if you are actually, okay, I failed. I did something to Chrissy. I made her feel a certain way. I'm going to remember this in the back. I'm going to put it in the back of my head. Okay, don't do this. Okay, when she asks me blank, I'm going to make sure I do it because I want her to know she is heard. I want her to know that I do want to please her, whatever it is, fill in the blank. There's Mm -hmm. a million things, right? Being married. Yeah. But I have to remember that. Now, that does not mean I'm going to get it right 100% of the time. And that's where we need to exercise grace. Mm -hmm. We have to give grace to each other in marriage, but that's not an excuse to just always say, oh, I forgot every time. Yeah. Like that's just being lazy. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like when I go to the gym, I have a certain routine that I know I'm going to do. I'm purposeful in it. I need to be purposeful with you. Yeah. You know, I have to remember what bugs you, what not even bugs you, but what just gets under your skin or makes you feel a certain way when I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, do pretty much, quote unquote, you know, contractually, whatever that we've agreed to. You know, like we say, like in the home, like I have X amount of chores, you have X amount of chores, you know, Mm -hmm. most of my chores are very surface level and I fail at those anyways, too. But it's okay. Yeah. Thank you. But it goes back to. You have to communicate when you, I feel. Mm -hmm. It's very important to say not you did this, but it's important to say I felt this. That's good. And why? Because you might not always understand. There might have been things from your past. These might be triggers. You might literally think that was no big deal. Mm -hmm. Why is he or why is she freaking out in Mm -hmm. this moment? It might have absolutely nothing to do with your spouse. It might be a trigger from the past and you need to communicate with that, that with your spouse. Yep. When you do this, I feel this because of this. Yep. And maybe you don't recognize those things right away. Maybe that's something like, oh man, I do struggle with this mm-hmm. and it really wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so that it's very important to communicate those and words. Most likely, it's not just happening with your spouse. Right. Yeah. It's happening with friends, with bosses, with coworkers, with your kids. Yeah. You know, like you 
I mean, I guess there are narcissists who can really change from person to person to person. But for the most part, like we are who we are. Yeah. You know? I'm the same way with you as I am with the kids. I am with friends, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things we have to remember. So in Ephesians 5. And again, if you're not spiritual, uh, I think this will still this is really going to still speak to you. Yeah. But in Ephesians five, it says, guard your speech, forsake obscenities and worthless insults. These are non-essential words that bring disgrace and are unnecessary. Instead, let worship fill your heart and spill out in your words. Again, it says forsake. We need to guard our speech and forsake obscenities and worthless insults because this is what happens when we insult each other or when you tell me how you feel and I try to say well no 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 you shouldn't feel that way because here's why I am devaluing what you're saying right I'm saying what you feel doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is right and I've never righted my way into a strong relationship, strong, com- you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's again, how am I making you feel? You know, like when we started dating for me to propose to you, I didn't lay out like X, Y, and Z. This is the reason you should, pro- you know, you should accept my proposal. You know, like <laughs> it, it was emotional and feelings that mm-hmm. drove us towards a proposal and towards marriage. Yeah. I can't talk you into marrying me, you know, and if you were talked into marrying someone on this podcast. I mean, arranged marriages are still real. We're yeah. going to arrange marriage our children. You said we are? <laughs> With the Jarvis kids? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope Chase isn't listening to this. Yeah, sorry. Well, he moved to Pennsylvania. Oh. Um, <laughs> the next thing is that when, okay, so she feels devalued and then he feels disrespected. Right. When you don't hear my feelings, I feel very disrespected. Mm-hmm. And we don't want our spouses to feel that way. I right. want you to feel valued and you want me to feel respected. Right. Those two things matter in marriage so much. Yeah. And just going back to that scripture, I just feel like, can you read that part where it's talking about your words? Yes. Um, Guard your speech, forsake obscenities and worthless insult. These are non-essential words that bring disgrace and are unnecessary. I believe, especially in this world today, we have so many rules and guidelines about free speech and all this kind of stuff that we're not checking our hearts. Anybody can say mean words Mm -hmm. anytime. Mm -hmm. They can just come out without a thought. I can't talk either today. A thought. We're in this together. We are. Wait, what'd I say? You said something weird earlier. Oh, here we go. Anyways, (laughs) anybody can say mean words anytime. No thoughts, nothing, just bleh. Yeah. It just comes out bleh. Mm -hmm. But if you want a good marriage, it's not when the times are good. It's when the times are bad Yeah, that you need to practice and exercise saying the right thing, even when your heart doesn't feel it and your heart is wrong behind it. That's good. That's what this scripture is saying. You need to practice them in the moments because just like when you're at the gym, like it's that tension that is making you stronger. Yep. Right? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how this works. It's what they say. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. <laughs> but it's those tensions and it's those moments that it's really, really difficult that's making you stronger. So in those moments of your marriage when you're struggling mm-hmm. and when it's hard and when you're in an argument and there's tension. Mm-hmm. That's when you practice and you exercise the good words. Yeah. Lift your spouse up. You're yeah. not tearing them down like you said earlier. There's no convincing me that you're right. That, and that's not going to make our marriage no. stronger. No. It's building me yeah. up. It reminds me of. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> did I just cut you off? Yes, you did. But go for it. 
uh, obviously we just came out of you know uh, season of voting and if anyone watched the debates like our daughter our 23 year old daughter watched the first debate with us and she at the end of it was like i'm more confused than i was at the beginning yeah because it's when two people are trying to prove a point and they're just yelling over each other that is not going to lead to a happy healthy marriage that is a really good example that was not a good relationship in the end they hated each other I never see, I won't, yeah, I can't imagine Joe and Donald ever getting together for brunch <laughs> no. with the families. No. Um, but anyways, so when you even talked about your heart is wrong, I thought that was so good because um, is it Ezekiel or Isaiah when he talks about that he's going to replace a heart of stone mm. with a heart of flesh? Yeah. You might have a heart of stone in your marriage, Yeah. but by practicing, like what you just said, practicing and exercising, speaking life, you're going to be replacing that heart of stone with a heart of flesh. Yeah. And that's what you want, that heart of flesh. And when we think about it, we need to build each other up and not tear each other down. Hmm. Like that is the goal. And when you look at the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah, his heart breaks when he hears about uh, the walls of Jerusalem and how they are completely just obliterated. Obliber, obliber, I, uh, obliter, I feel like you're trying to say two words at the same time. You know what? It's like my mom. What does she say? <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things. She mixes two <laughs> words together. So thank you, mom, for making me sound like a more on this podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's just me. Um, but anyways, they're decimated. Yeah. How about we use that word? Well, there you go. So the walls don't exist. His heart breaks. Okay. Mm-hmm. He prays, wants to go and build them up. And God makes a way for him to do that. Yeah. But God does not build the walls for him. Right. Nehemiah has to go behind and do the work. Yep. And he gets people to come alongside and to help build the walls up. Yep. While he's building them, other people, other countries, they're saying, oh, man, like, look, at they're getting strong because walls represented strength. Like, we're not going to be able to attack. They're going to keep invaders out. They're going to be able to invade, blah, blah, blah. Um, it, 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 show, it signified strength. And so Sanballat, the bad guy in the story, dun, dun, dun. I like it. <laughs> he was trying to get Nehemiah to come down while Nehemiah was working. And Nehemiah's response is, I'm doing a good work. I, I cannot would. come down. Mm-hmm. And that needs to be our response in marriage because yeah. marriage is not just me and Chrissy. It's not just me, Chrissy and God. It's me, Chrissy, God and the enemy. Yeah. There are four people in this marriage. We have God who is fighting for us. We have us who most of the time fight for each other, but we do fight against each other. Mm-hmm. Then we have the enemy who is always trying to tear us down. Yeah. Just like Sambalat wanted to tear down. And I'm telling you what, Sambalat, he would he was doing anything he could to get Nehemiah off that wall so the wall would not uh, be completed. Same thing. The devil will do anything he can in yeah. his arsenal to pull you brick by brick by brick down and destroy your marriage. And here's he's so smart about this. He's so wise. Not only does he infiltrate but he also gets you to start tearing down your own bricks right because two become one Mm -hmm. and what he gets you to do is hey don't you hate it when she does that makes you feel that way when she doesn't listen to you when you know fill in the blanks whatever it is like yeah i do and all of a sudden you think you're tearing her down right you're tearing yourself down Mm. because two become one that's so good yeah i mean every word you 
speak to your spouse is going to do one thing or the other. It's going to build her up or him up or it's going to tear him down. Mm-hmm. And it's our choices. Yes. It's a choice. Just like you said in the beginning, our feelings are choices. It's the only thing that we have control over is the way that I feel. Yep. And so we also have a choice on how to respond. Yes. So we have this feeling. It's not always right, but we have a choice on how to respond. Maybe they had a bad day. Like just giving grace. For sure. Giving grace over that day, you know, over that moment, over that comment, whatever it is. Just give grace. Okay. I know they didn't mean that because if you are going to respond the way that they responded to you, you hear this all the time as a kid, two wrongs don't make a right. Mm-hmm. And so you have to make a choice in that moment. Yep. Are you going to build your marriage up? Are you going to build your spouse up? And Are you going to tear them down? Yes. Because even in that, when you're talking about grace, like we might think, well, oh, if I keep giving them grace, they're going to keep doing this. Yeah. Well, listen, you keep sinning and Jesus still went to the cross. Yeah. The Bible talks about in Romans that while we were still sinners, mm. he died for us. Right. Not when you got all your crap together and he's like, okay, now they don't need any grace anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is what he's called us to do. And we forget again, like talking about Nehemiah and the work that he did. Marriage is work. It's not going to build itself Hmm. like in in our culture. And again, like when you look at the Western world and right now, I think we're above 50 percent divorce rate in America. So often we we put the ring on the finger, but we don't realize that there's work that becomes behind that, too. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, again, if Nehemiah would got the idea, yeah, we should build some walls. And just stop there. Mm-hmm. Like, no, to get walls, it takes work. To have a healthy marriage, uh, 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 an amazing marriage that you want for your kids to see, the community to see, it takes work. It reminds me. So in January, we um, as a church, we normally just do a fast. And it's normally food or social media or electronics or something like that. But somebody from but our... never sex. Okay. Thank you for... <laughs> <laughs> why i just i'm trying to help the guys out i feel like any chance you get <laughs> i'm sorry okay i'm sorry but there was a woman in our church and she had such a great thought of she was going to fast words and not just like not talk for 21 days but she was going to be so mm-hmm. thoughtful and so um what's the word i'm looking for purposeful purposeful on the words that she was going to use. And I noticed, I don't know if you noticed, like when we would even just talk or pray, or I guess I meet with her more than you do. And uh, she would be talking, like talking, talking. You just have to like wait. And I'm like, okay, I respect that. And that's kind of something that maybe we should adapt into our marriages. I love that. Like making sure... Because our words are so, so weighty. So good. Our words are so weighty. And so um, maybe that's something that you can just do. I wouldn't say talk to your spouse about it. You should probably just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really making sure that the words that you're choosing to use with your spouse yes. are going to last and build her up or him up. I love that, Chrissy. You know, let's just end with that. Um, and staying in Ephesians 5 real quick. This is husbands and wives and what I was talking to. Um but he, um, it talks about that we are to wash our bride with the word of God. And so even thinking like about words and the weight of them, like the heaviest word that's the healthiest word hmm. is the word of God that's good. that you can speak over your spouse. Mm-hmm. So husbands, I would just tell you, if you're not doing that, go for it. Yep. And Anyways. Just, yep. 
wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. Cool. So just remember, guys, we are here to help build a stronger marriage, to create stronger families, to form stronger communities. For more content, visit us at themarriedlife.org. On there, we have blogs, we have coaching available, we have videos, we have more podcasts, and you can donate right there to the ministry. Again, that's themarriedlife.org. See you guys next time.